So, Ricky, here we are. This is week four in what has become, lovingly, the Methodist Activity Center production studio, right? Right? Live from Decatur. Live from Decatur, <laughs> right? It has been kind of a world turned upside down, not unlike that story you just read. Because in that story, I found myself wondering, what just happened? Yeah. It's not like like the it's not like a big celebration where every the whole world joins together in singing the alleluia and and Christ the Lord is risen today instead there's still this sense of fear and and people are afraid they're not sure what has just happened yeah i can only imagine being terrified if i were there at this first easter story right the first thing that matthew tells us is that when the women get to the tomb there was an earthquake, a shaking earthquake, which, if you think about it, is the same kind of thing that happened at Jesus' death, That's right? True. As if God is breaking into our world and it's such cosmic significance that the whole earth shakes underneath them. I can only imagine that this is a, you know, not just a joyful, but a terrifying experience to be there at the tomb that morning. Right, right. And that angel, the angel that says was like lightning, I almost imagine it's kind of like the like our TV screens that go <laughs> in and out and, and this lightning and, and almost a paranormal kind mm. of scenario. Yeah. It must have been terribly frightening. In fact, the guards... The guards, they're, they're scared out of their wits. I imagine their knees are just knocking together. You know, it says the guards shake, they tremble, they... They trimmer, which is, again, this word that Matthew has been using to draw together all the events of Holy Week from mm -hmm. Jesus' entry into Jerusalem when the, the city trembles, shakes, trimmers, quakes underneath to Jesus' death when the earth trimmers and shakes and quakes underneath to here once more on that first Easter morning where the guards are shaking, are trimmering, are, are trembling, and, and they're like dead men. So whether they, they fall over or they just, they just black out from the experience, they, they are so terrified it's almost like they're not even living in that space anymore mm -hmm. and then i'm really struck by what the angel says to the women the angel says look i know who you're coming for you're coming to see jesus but you just missed him in fact you can look in here he's gone he's already gone to galilee how strange must that have been to yeah. them right i can only imagine if i were one of those women on that first morning i, I don't even know that i would know what to make of, of, of what I had just seen and witnessed with my own eyes and heard with my own ears. You know, it's, it says they, they leave, they, they run quickly from that play, almost like, let's get out of here as fast as we can. Yeah. And Matthew says, and they leave with, with fear and great joy. Wow. Right? It's, it's, we almost don't have a word for it in the English language yeah. where you're terrified and just so full of excitement at what just happened. You almost can't make sense of what did we just witness here. Right. So I imagine that it was rather destabilizing yeah. rather than stabilizing, yeah. right? This, this moment in which the women realized that the whole world had turned upside down, not only because they had lost the one that they so loved, the two Marys so loved Jesus, but also because Jesus is not there. Jesus has done exactly what Jesus indicated he would do but it just goes against everything they understand about the world this Easter story seems to be that which displaces the followers of Jesus rather than giving them comfort yeah it displaces them it it unsettles them it doesn't solve their problems this 
Christ that they thought was going to become some kind of, of a person that's going to lead them into this wonderful kingdom that they had so wanted and hoped and prayed for is doing it in such a different way that it seems to leave more questions than questions. It seems to unravel things rather than to stitch them back together. Yeah, right? I almost imagine this as, as the most destabilizing event of their lifetime. Right. Right? The ground has literally shifted under their feet multiple yeah. times now. Yeah. And, and there's something in the unknown that destabilizes us that actually, I think, might be the best thing that can happen for our faith. In our lives. Oh, yeah. Right? When the ground shakes beneath us, the destabilization, I think, often can, can shift us out of the center of our lives. Mm. You know, I don't know about you. I'm pretty sure the world revolves around me <laughs> yeah. and, and the sun and, and all of my life and all the people in my life. And, and I'm, I'm just convinced that most of my life revolves around me. And, you know, that's where most of us live. We're, we're the center of our own world. But, but really, I think what this does is, is destabilize us enough to, to push us out of the center. Which, which in a really beautiful way is kind of what's been happening in our world, right? In the midst of the turmoil and anxiety and uncertainty that, that the coronavirus has brought to our world, uh, really what we've seen in, in our, in our uh, political sphere and in our church political sphere and yeah. in so many of our relationships is it's, it's really destabilized us enough to, to put our personal agendas out of the center, right? We, we see people who are just all in working for the common good, going out to do incredible works of, of love and compassion for our healthcare workers who are just giving their all in this moment, our, our first responders and people that are working at the grocery stores. It has shifted us out of the center of our own story yeah. and put something else in the middle. Yeah, like the hashtag, together we can, yeah. together we can. So I'm getting the sense that maybe this Easter story is less of an event mm. and more of a message, Yeah. right? So from the parade to the upper room, from the upper room to the trials, that if you could call it a trial, right? To, um, to the death and to the burial and now to the resurrection, this Easter message is exactly that, is more than a series of events. It is actually a message. And that message is the foundation of who God is calling us to remember who God is, right? And in a world that has been shaken to its foundation, this story is all about reminding us who God is, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, I, I think if I, I try to place myself in the, in the shoes of characters in Scripture when I read to really figure out, like, what's mm. God up to here? And so I imagine, like, if I am one of the Marys in this scripture, and I've just experienced this, and I have this weird happen chance meeting with Jesus on the way that I, I don't even know, can I trust myself? Can I trust my own eyes, my own ears, what I've just heard? Do I remember what the angels just told me? What has just happened here? How do I make sense of this event? And you know, I think that if I'm one of those women, as I'm leaving, I'm not real sure what happened. But I'm pretty certain it was God. Right. Right. I think the message here then, this story that is for all of us is about who God is, right? Mm -hmm. We get out of the way and all of a sudden we understand who God is and God is love. We say that all the time. That's a common message. God is love, but God is love in action. God is this love that's in action that takes on our battles, 
our struggles, even our sin and our death. This is all about the God who does for us what we cannot do for ourselves. This is all about not what we can do for the world, but what God is doing through Jesus Christ for the world, bridging that gap, closing that, that uh, canyon between us and God, making our reconciliation with God possible through the resurrection story. It is what God has done through Jesus Christ. And really, our only appropriate response is just like Mary and Mary, and that is to fall at the feet of Jesus this Easter and every other Easter and worship him. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.